Realms of Peril and Glory will begin after these short messages. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. We'd like to thank our patrons, Courtney Jenkins, David Devereaux, and Lavender for their support in making Realms of Peril and Glory possible. If you'd like to join them and continue allowing us to make this show, then please go support us at patreon.com slash lightandtragic. There you can get some incredible perks like bonus shows, ad-free listening, and a lot more. Again, that is patreon.com slash lightandtragic. Hello and welcome to Realms of Peril and Glory. I'm your Game Master, Maddie Searle, and today we're playing a very special game for the holidays, Vale, a Lithuan Carol. This story is all about Zongroff and Tor Brennan investigating a case at the Grelshack family home, and it takes place about eight months after the events of our Vale campaign at the time of the Lithuan festival. The system we're going to be using is 13th Age, a D20 fantasy TTRPG designed by Rob Heinsu, the lead designer on D&D 4th edition, and Jonathan Tweet, the designer on D&D 3rd edition. But enough for me, let's hear from our fantastic players, starting with Liz Campbell. Hi, I'm Liz Campbell. My pronouns are any, and I'm delighted to once again be playing Zongroff Grauschak, pronouns she, her, orc rogue, and captain now in the Harbor Guard. Hell yeah. Wonderful. And Pip Gladwin. Bless my festive jug, dog priest. I'm back. We're all back, except for those of us who haven't been here before. They're not back. They're just here. Um, hi, Pip Gladwin. Pronouns he, him. Tor Brennan's pronouns are also he, him, because I'm basic as fuck. And um, yeah, I'm going to be playing now Constable Tor Brennan Craig. Just happy to be here like I am. Just happy to be invited on this wonderful Christmas quest. Fantastic. And Zerkuri Fortisgum. Why, hello there. How fantastic it is to be on this side of the mic for once. Uh, my name is Zachary Fortis Gom. Uh, pronouns are he, him, and I will be playing former public defender, currently studying martial arts in her retirement, Trollith Grauschak, the matriarch of the Grauschak family, who of course goes by uh, she, her pronouns. Uh, I cannot wait to be perpetually disappointed in all my wonderful children. <laughs> 
Brilliant. And James Barbarossa. Hello, my name is James Barbarossa, and this time I'll just be playing Rick Tuck Grauschak, surgeon at St. Swifton Hospital, uh, cleric of the Hippogriffic Oath, and member of the New Harbour Paraclerics, and we're both he, him. Fantastic. And last but certainly not least, our wonderful guest, Rachel Smith. Hi, yes, I'm Rachel. My pronouns are she, her, and I will be playing Hantak Grelshak, uh, one of the Grelshak siblings and artist, community activist, sculptor, barbarian, orc. <laughs> many, many qualities. And yeah, her pronouns are she, her. Wonderful. And so as we jump into today's story. The date is the 17th of Foxham, 1345 AP, about eight months since the Undying King was defeated. And Zongroff is waiting outside Chief Venable's office in Justice Hall, uh, the home of the Harbour Guard. It's a little quieter than usual, as a lot of the guards are taking time off to be with their loved ones for the Lithwin Festival. And that is a week of celebrations in the lead up to New Year with feasting and markets and family. And of course, plenty of booze. Uh, It's about keeping your spirits up during the darkest time of the year and recognizing that darkness is a part of the balance of Vale. But for Zongroff, it's been several months since we've seen her last. So what has she been up to? Um, Well, uh, I think after the events of season one, uh, Zongroff has got her shiny new position. um, And uh, I think that that has been the perfect excuse for her to go right back to her desk uh, and bury herself back in quite a lot of work. You know, she's... uh, probably maybe not kept in as good a contact with uh, her friends as she should. Uh, Big promotion, big responsibility. So, yes, uh, Zongroff, um, deep in work as usual, Chief Venable comes out of his office and uh, says, all right, Captain Grelshak, come on in. Uh, Chief, yes, hi. I know, good to see you. Um, You've been doing excellent work, as uh, as I'm sure you've been told by many uh, many of our officers. And then he kind of ushers you into the office and you take a seat in the, the usual chair. Um, and he, he kind of he sits down and he goes, well, um, I've got a rather unusual case for you. thought I'd just uh, give you a little bit of background personally because um, it's uh, perhaps a little different from what you've been uh, working on up until now. It's, uh, it's an arson case at 59 Moonrise Road. And you would recognise that address as being the house directly between your parents' house and the family bakery. <laughs> Sorry, uh, 59? Yeah, that's right. Uh, is any significance of that for you? Uh, um, yeah, sorry, my uh, family lives uh, on that street um, <clears throat> next door, in fact. I, uh, God, when did, the, when did this happen? Oh, it was, um, it was about a week ago. Um, the inhabitants were perfectly fine. They were obviously um, distressed and they lost a lot of their property. Um, but they're safely um, in a uh, bed and breakfast on the on the same road, uh, just um, paid for by their insurance. So um, yeah, there's a, it's a, a couple in their in their fifties, Fiona and Gillian Rhododendron, uh, married couple. They have no idea how it happened. They were they were asleep at the time, so their statements aren't particularly enlightening. But yeah, we we were wondering if you could go along and kind of investigate and see if anyone else on the street knew anything about it. I think Songroff immediately flips out her notebook, starts taking notes, has a little moment to realize that this happened a week ago. And she really probably ought to have called her mother sometime in the last week. It's, it's been a while. Kind of snaps the notebook shut. Um, 
Uh, yeah, uh, of, of course, Chief. I'll, uh, yeah, I can get uh, right on it. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll find some support. Uh, a lot of people are out for the holidays, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, I really appreciate you um, taking this time to, to help us out as uh, so many people are away with their families, but um, I would like to say, please, please take some holiday in the new year because I say this with all the respect in the world, you look terrible. Please oh, rest. Thanks, thanks boss. Um, yeah, no way. You know, when uh, people stop committing crimes, then maybe I can take some holiday. Um, well, that's a very high bar to set yourself. Um, I doubt that will, that will ever be achieved at any point in the history of Vale, but I appreciate the, your ambition also. Just know that I am, I'm always here to talk to about if you're having stressful times with work and if you need any holiday. And he kind of pointedly kind of stares at you and taps his desk <laughs> briskly. Um, are, are, are you not not going home for uh, Lithuan then? Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm having a couple of days off closer to the new year. Um, but oh, yeah, this uh, is this is my last this is my last day. Um, must full full day before taking some time off. Yeah, I did notice the casual trousers, sir. Um, <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, my wife got them for me. Yeah, very nice. <sighs> Right. Um, well, yes. No, of course. I'll, um, I'll get right on this. Um, and uh, <laughs> a very, very joyful Lithuan to you. Um, I'll, I'm going to go solve an arson. Okay. Bye. All right. Sorry. Bye. Yeah. Have have a good one. And uh, yeah, you you scuttle out of the out of the office. And where do you go next? Songraf kind of exits the office and stops and, and has a moment. I, I think the fact that this is kind of right next to her family's property has rattled her a bit, especially the fact that she didn't know about this. She goes to pull out her speaking stone, I think, to uh, probably call her mom. The speaking stone rings and uh, Trollith picks up. Uh, uh, hello, uh, Zongraf? Zongraf, is that you? Yeah, hi. Hi, Mum. How, how are you? Well, it's nice to hear from you. Yeah, d- a joyful Lithwin. And a joyful Lithwin to you. Are you coming to Lithwin dinner tonight? Are you coming? You have an RSVP. Oh, shit, is that tonight? Um, um, uh, yeah, you know, um, funny, funny enough, I think I might be in the area. Um, oh? So, yeah, um, Are you sorry. seeing someone? Mm, more importantly, did the house between home and the bakery maybe burn down like a week ago? Why, yes, I tried to call you about it, but you didn't answer. Yeah, sorry. I have been busy. Um, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of crime. Um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, any... Yes. Yeah, um... Yes, no. Always right. busy. Yeah, um, okay, well, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm... We're, okay, yeah, look, I'll come and speak to you in person. That's, uh... Yeah, no, I'll, I'll come by. It'll, it'll be fine. Okay, and, well, I'm excited to see you. Uh, your, your friend is coming, by the way. I've invited him. Uh... You know, your friend. You, your friend. I, I have more than one friend, Ma. You have your to... Your friend. What you know about the... <laughs> Tor Brennan. Oh, God. Oh, shit, Tor Brennan. Um... <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Good. Um... Yeah. The thing is, he saved your life. He, he, yes, he did. Um, right. Everyone yes, no. Everyone loves him. 
He's very nice man. Very um, well known around the neighborhood. Very popular. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. No. I'll. Uh, yes. Um, I shall be there tonight, and with Tor Brennan will also be there. Apparently. I knew that. Obviously, I knew that because we're friends. Yeah. It would be super rude if I didn't know he was coming to my family Lithuan dinner. That would be. Right, okay, yeah, no, I'll see you later, Ma. Okay, bye, gotta go, bye, bye, busy, bye, bye. bye. I'll hang up. How, how is Zongrov feeling at this moment? Yeah, I think, you know, the realization when you've had your head buried in, like, a project for too long, you kind of, like, emerge to the world, and you're like, oh, God, I forgot about reality. Um, yeah, I mean, he, she's clearly not kept up with her mother, and, um, yeah, apparently... Um, just been reminded that she hasn't kept up with Torbrennan either. Torbrennan now works for the Harbor Guard. Is do you think that he's maybe in Justice Hall? Well, I'll throw that to Pip. Where do you think Torbrennan would be at this at this time? It's probably about it's probably about half past four in the afternoon. Um, well, what time would I have been told to come to the to the Grauschek's dinner? So you need a couple hours to get pretty. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it's half past four in the afternoon, I imagine the Grauschek dinner would probably start sometime around like six or seven that's my guess as as Trollith. yeah that was that was my thinking as well um well then Torbrennan is either finishing his you know like shift and getting changed or is like already there <laughs> i mean i i think probably zongroff immediately goes to where you would be in justice hall assuming that like her you would still be working on All right. Lithwin Eve, and it's very possible that you are not there. Well, I mean, I think I probably could be. I've got a question for Maddie. Please, and do. I'm going to ask these questions to Maddie and not to Zach. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very confusing situation. The like changing rooms at Justice Hall segregated, non-segregated. I, well, I'll say non-segregated. It's a progressive, yeah, progressive city. And then Torbrennan is 100% like mid-change. When well, I th- hang on, can I just ask, I feel like, yeah, we need a description of what that looks like. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> strap in. Um, you know, I'm imagining a pretty traditional, you know, benches, <laughs> low benches in the middle, lockers either side kind of situation. Uh, and on the, the, the bench in the middle is like where Torberon has been very very like carefully placing kind of basically the top half of his armor um that he's that he's taken off and then hanging on the door of his open locker is a coat hanger with a suit on it (laughs) not ostentatious formal wear at all but like pretty sharp you know like uh well well kept well made yeah he's 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 mid-change Let's throw it in. I've got like an undershirt like over my head in the, <laughs> in the moment when you walk in. Uh, hello? Torbrennan, you in here? Captain? <laughs> oh. Yes, oh, one, one second. Hold, hold oh, on. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's French. It's no, fine. I'm reading this poster. Um, I don't know. This poster is. It's a good, good poster. Yeah, I will Very continue to read the poster. You do. Fine I don't know what you're doing because I didn't techniques. look. So you do. Been that. used there. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. <clears throat> and I'm done with the poster. I'm going to be turning around now. That's fine. Excellent, Captain. Good. Yeah. It's been. I just want to flag for the audience. It's been like seven months since you guys played these characters, and you've instantly just flipped straight back into them. This is a masterpiece to behold. 
Uh, you, you turn around and he's already saluting. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, thank you, um, Corporal. Yeah, I, I salute back kind of hastily. Um, hey, hey uh, yeah, um, you uh, look nice. You, you're... No, you are going out. I know. Um, hi. Uh, sorry. I came with a purpose, and I realized that I haven't, um, you know, maybe we haven't chatted in a while, and now I feel like it's rude to just, you know, jump straight into business. But now I've said oh, this, so I guess you kind of know what's going. Yeah, been extremely busy, um, and I mean, so have I. Uh, you know, we both. There is a lot of crime in the city. Isn't there though? Oh, I God. mean, wow. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, um, I'm starting, starting to see it's, it's less about the amount of crime and, and, and more about why people are committing them, if that makes sense. You know? Like, yeah. That's the issue, rather than the crimes themselves being committed. It's the underlying problems. You can't just cut crime's head off and mount it on a pike. Uh, and parade it through the village. Yeah, you have read the regulations manual, though, right? No, I have. It doesn't say do anything that. about that in there, no. Um, no. Um, which did surprise me, uh, to start with. Right. But no, but I, I, I think it's... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's about getting to the root of issues rather than, you know, path of least resistance. <laughs> yeah, well, you should uh, talk to my sister, Bill Scratch. She's got a lot of opinions. Um. I'm sure I will be... Given the opportunity to at uh, uh, the uh, Lithuan dinner this evening. Yeah, I, uh, I, I hear you're going. I am. I was very invited um, by a, a number of your family members. Um, uh, oh. I'll sort of produce like four or five <laughs> separate RSVP cards. Oh, yeah. The, well, gosh, they do like you. Um, yeah, to your to your credit. Um, uh, yeah, I think Zongrov's got a moment, realizes that none of these are from her. Obviously, she's <laughs> forgotten to invite anyone. I think I think Tobrun is sort of perceptive enough. Uh, well, no. Opposed <laughs> uh, <laughs> charisma. Uh, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps emotionally intelligent mm. enough in this moment, or or at least knows Zongrov well enough to just be like, um, I'm. I'd hazard a guess you'd forgotten it was even happening. Uh, yeah, um, a bit. Uh, well, take one of mine, <laughs> and I give you one of the RSVPs. It's it's from whichever is my least favorite relative. It's from me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's from you. <laughs> um, right. Um, well, uh, hey, I, I'm I'm actually um, glad you're going because. Uh, I've got a bit. I mean, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're going for not work reasons, because it will be nice to have you there. But also, I have work reasons. Um, uh, look, the the chief just spoke to me. Apparently, there's been like like, like an arson on the street. There's the the building between my my family home and our, our bakery. It burnt down like a week ago, and I just, you know, I have to go investigate, and... So, um, what you're saying, Captain, is that some sort of mystery is afoot. I think Zongroff smiles a little bit. Well, looks like I won't be needing this, and I slam the suit back into the locker. <laughs> 
pull the undershirt back off again and start putting my armor back on. <laughs> Uh, I think this time Zongroff isn't like making ever ever. She's just in her notebook reading out the facts so far as Torrenin's getting dressed again. All right, so yeah, no, it happened a week ago. There's a couple. They're staying in the B and B. They seem fine. Um, yeah, um, I mean to be honest, that's that's the facts. Um, but um, yeah, no, I just you know I could I could use support and and you know it might be fun. Been a while. It's it's been a while. Yeah. Your case, Captain, lead on. And I will strap my uh, massive two-handed police baton to my hip. Uh, and uh, uh, I will follow, follow my captain. Amazing. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. We, I think, dart off, yeah, to the family home. I will stop on the way to buy some kind of overpriced Lithuan delicacy. What, what, you know, the, the traditional festive stuffed orange <laughs> yeah perhaps some cured sausage yeah and it's very much like the one shop that you know is oh yeah that one yeah I'll just pay some exorbitant price so i don't turn up empty-handed so my mother doesn't judge me um yeah the the finest artisan stuffed stuffed orange and <laughs> smoked sausage i'll give a link to tor mm. brennan <laughs> just trust me it's it's to everyone's benefit Sounds good. All right. So um, you, as you um, make your way through the city to the Sunset Lanes, where your family home is, 
just before you round the corner, you can hear the Grauschak family home before you see it. There is music, there's chatter, there are squeals of excitable small children as you round the corner. And then as you approach, you can see that the windows are festooned with fairy lights and colorful decorations that are clearly made by the aforementioned small children. They're not the, the most intricate, but they are made with love. <laughs> So yeah, um, as you come up to the door, there is a beautiful wreath, pine and holly and berries. And so yeah, um, what do you do as you approach the door? I stand in a way that Tor Brennan will be the first person seen because I know that they like him more than me. Uh, and then I'll just reach over him and knock on the door. Sounds like an interesting angle to be standing that Tor Brennan will be seen before you. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. You're, you've had are to. You you've had to crouch. Yeah. You're on the. You're on your knees. Because <laughs> like. Well, I was thinking like down a step, you know. Oh uh, yeah. Um, and I would like um, our our three resident Gralshacks to please roll initiative to see who gets to the door first. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> 24. <laughs> 24. Okay. Whoa, I got here's 15. The thing. I got a 24 too. What's your dex? What's the number for your dex? 14. My ability score is 20. <laughs> I think Riktuk is very shortly behind Trallith, but Trallith actually is the one to open the door. Oh, Riktuk, let me get the door. Let me get the door. Yeah, well, all right. I mean, it only takes one person to get the door. Yes, but I am. It's my house. Sure. Uh, by all means, I suppose. Thank you. It's, I was expecting somebody. You were expecting somebody? Yeah, I invited someone. Could you invite? Are you seeing someone new? I'm, I'm not sure that's any of your business. Um, well, it is if they're coming to my house. Well, I, how, how audible is this conversation <laughs> on the other side of the door? I think it's very audible. Okay, and, and as I opened <laughs> yeah. the door, I was wondering if I could roll to see who I see first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me a, give me a perception check. I feel like I feel like if you fail it, it's yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty-one. Yeah, you instantly your your eye to eye level with Zongroth. Uh, so you see Zongroth. I see. Oh, thank you for coming, Zongroth. I see you're dressed for work. Oh, Tor Brennan. Lovely to see oh, you. Sweep my helmet off under my arm and give a little formal bow. Uh, hey, Tor Brennan. I'm I'm glad you came. Hello, uh, uh, Rick Tucker, uh, Mrs. Galshack. Um, I'm sorry to um, uh, arrive so formally informally, I, I, I suppose. Um, yeah, you're wearing your armor. Is everything okay? Um, well, perhaps, uh, perhaps the captain is better placed to explain. I brought food. You know that I made food, right? <laughs> We spent yeah, but- days slaving over a hot stove to make dinner oh, for tonight. What did you bring? Did you bring a gnomish? I love a gnomish. I think she just, I think she just like play, not not playfully, but she kind of like lightly smacks Riktuk. A gnomish during well, the Lithwin festival. Look, a lot of what the non-Lithwin followers, they like to go for a, a nice gnomish around the time. Well, we're not exactly Lithwin. We're not exactly. Yeah, I think Zongroff's bought a gnomish. Did somebody say gnomish? <laughs> oh. Uh, awesome, <laughs> like it's amazing, great. Zongroff, you're actually here. What? Hi. Hello. Hello. Yes. Joyful, Lithwin, everyone. Yeah. Hi, Handak. Um, Zektog's yeah. somewhere in the back, I think. Oh, good. Yeah, ev- everyone is here. Yep. Um, Except, well, I mean, and you're here now. Yeah. Yes. 
for Lithwin. Um, no, it's just we we didn't know if you were coming. Uh, yeah. Um, of course I would be here for Lithwin. Oh, the captain has been extremely busy upholding the uh, good name of New Harbor. And um, what were the uh, most recent uh, uh, crime statistics there? Um, Zongrof, was it uh, down 30%? Y- yeah, I mean, there's still, like, a lot of crime. It's a big city. It's fine. But, you know, we, we're solving crime. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still a lot of crime to solve. Ah. Hey, you're telling Is- me. I mean, we, we, got, we, got people in, uh, we got people in the hospital every day. So, you know, it's a busy time. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'd imagine it is a busy time saving lives, Rick Took. Anyways... Um, the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> yeah, it's really busy. I just lives. give Rick took a look. For notice what? <laughs> just in that kind of like, don't try and decipher whatever's <laughs> just happened. I think at this point, I sort of lean out from behind Trelith and just like wave a bottle of alcohol at Zonga. Drink, drink. <laughs> I oh god, I would love that, but I am uh, kind of working a bit. I'm sorry, um, you're working. Um. Yeah. On the Lithwin Festival, uh, right before dinner. Maybe, maybe we should come in. Um, well, by uh, all means, but second. am I inviting guards into my house or am I inviting my daughter and her friend? Let's let's be both. Both? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I brought a big stuffed orange. Thank you, Zongroff. And I think she I think she takes the orange as she invites them in, and she then places it down on a table full of the identical stuffed orange yeah, yeah. brought by each of her children. Yeah. It's a traditional gift, yeah. okay? You gotta exchange stuffed oranges mm-hmm. on Lithwin. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, as you as you go inside, you can see it's a very um, comfortably appointed house. It doesn't look massive from the outside, but inside it is TARDIS-like and it's uh, many, many rooms filled with m- massively stuffed sofas and um, brightly colored curtains. Um, and of course, many, 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 many growl shacks um, all milling around. And uh, yeah, Zongroff, you would know that um, looking around, this is not all the Grailshacks, the rest of them, you know, because you can't see your dad anywhere. Um, you can't see some of your siblings. So you know that they would be at the bakery um, in- instead because you cannot fit the entire extended family into one house. Yeah, the, the overspill annex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the overspill annex. Um, because the one time you tried, it was it was a disaster. No, Brennan is, is going to walk in and begin greeting all of them by name. <laughs> How, have you been here without me? <laughs> Tar Brennan, we love you. Come in. Hatag, good to see you. He's he's been around. It is yeah. nice to see Tor Brennan. Do like a hand grab, like big, like flex with the hand tag. Yeah. Just yeah. like mm, yes. <laughs> that old armor you gave me was perfect for the the last art piece I oh, needed. Oh, fantastic! I must come and see it. I must come love and see it, it. anytime. Um, Anytime. Well, that, that that meditation session that um, I, I honestly mm-hmm. just just Charlotte, I heard you've uh, given it a try recently. Um, yes. I felt I don't know. I felt just so liberated afterwards. You know, I just yes. oh no, I felt just light as air. Incredible. That's so great. It's so validating to hear that. Yeah, about calming. It's calming. Really? Yeah. you should really give it oh, a try. Oh, you must, Captain. You have to. You've got to, Captain. You actually yeah, should. No, though. It's I. Great. Uh, Tell me when you're free. I'll I'll fit you in. 
Okay. I will tell you when it's I'm fine. free. I assume while this is, I, I assume Tor Brennan has like there's like a circle of like kind growl shacks around Tor Brennan, and I'm oh, trying yeah, to fight my you way can't through. See him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am just tripping over every nibbling that I have, just running around the floor in the most like you know uncoordinated way, yeah. just trying to get. Oh yeah, no, um, yeah, uh, yeah, no, that <laughs> that sounds great, Handjack. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, get on that as div- uh, soon as I have a free evening. I uh, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you should take some holidays on Graf. Come spend some time with your family. Yeah, um, well, uh, how are the neighbors? Well, their house burned down. So, oh, not yeah. great. Uh, yeah, um, so I kind of, look, I don't want to uh, mess up the evening, but uh, seeing as I'm here, I, <clears throat> the, uh, the chief asked if I could, uh, I just, I wondered if you saw anything. I, I, I like move my hand to my pocket where my notebook is. Then think if I take out a notebook and start taking notes to my mother, it's going to be real trouble. So I just like yep. Songraf makes the internal decision to just remember. This. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, wasn't it like a week ago? A little slow on the uptake for the watch, right? There's a lot of crime in this city. Yeah. Uh, did I see anything? I don't think you necessarily did. I think it was a, as much a surprise to you as um, as the, the inhabitants of the house. Well, it's interesting, actually. I was out late that night. I, I finished one of my, uh, my Krav Maga classes. I, I'm being taught, but actually, one of your watch officers is teaching me. Sorry, you're taking Krav Maga? Yes, no, it's been incredible. So I left, anyways, I left le- I left in the evening for the class, and I learned some of my, I'm, I've been going over my moves, and um, I got back, and the, the house was just burned down. How long have, how long have you been doing Krav Maga? Oh, I think I've, I've you know, I'm, I'm getting close to my black belt soon, so... Um, yeah, she's probably, been talking about it. All day. I mean, since I retired, it's, yeah. it's, it's just a great way to stay nimble, ward off the arthritis, you know? So that sort of thing. Anyways, you know, a wonderful teacher. Um, this uh, Warforge used to be a wood elf. I think you know him. Oh, God, Pine. Yes, he's I, been teaching yes. me. Never met the man. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delightful. Okay. Well, it's so strange. You never see them in the same room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a size thing. Uh, Zongroff is 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 very slowly processing the mental image of a machine pine silver teaching her mother <laughs> martial arts um, in the evening. Maddie, did 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 Rick-Tag have anybody brought in? Was anybody brought into the hospital from from next door? I don't think Riktuk would have heard of anyone. The couple, um, Fiona and uh, Gillian Rhododendron, may have uh, come into like the emergency room for just like scrapes and minor burns, but um, but nothing nothing major. They were they managed to get out relatively unscathed. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't hear of any fatalities. Uh, the Rhododendrons came in and they were a little scuffed up, but uh, you know, not nothing fatal. Was- uh, at least not in uh, at least not in, in swift winds do we uh do we know where they are now i think they're in a bread and breakfast uh, somewhere uh nearby on the same street yeah the one that does the good it's bread it's above the bakery yeah yeah they're right. going oh breakfast. i didn't realize they were staying on uh, on our property no no <laughs> they just get it delivered above the bakery is where croslin lives yes. so yeah so i think it'll be further down the street I was just making fun of Zach's pronunciation of the word. Um, <laughs> you can not include any of that. Bread and breakfast. I see, I see. Wait, wait, wait. 
Crosland lives above the bakery. I thought you didn't like Crosland. I thought they were in another city. Um, Maybe we don't uh-huh. get into Crosland. Maybe we avoid the subject. Told them not to come around here again, but uh, are they doing Lithwin over there? Yes, your father is hosting Crosland for Lithwin. Great. Great. They are staying above the bakery. Brilliant. And we'll say nothing more about it. I suppose we won't. Thank you, Rick Took. Drinks? Anyone? I could go for some wine. Yeah. Yes, I suppose. To, to Brennan, could I get you uh, a drink? Yes. Uh, um, uh, yeah, no, I'm t- technically not on duty, but I am in uniform. Yeah. So, um, I just, I thought we were going to, I thought it would be nice to have a nice non-work related evening. Yes. Um, uh, uh, what, what would, what would people, what would people like to drink? Uh, Rick Tuck and I will fetch them. Oh, big smile at everybody. <laughs> um, I'd love some, I think we have some wine in the, in the, in the ice box. Some elven wine I opened last night. I'll finish off the bottle. Lovely. I've got a wood elf red that I, I keep in a drawer. So they don't know about it. They use it for cooking, but it's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to leave the room with Rekto, yeah. if that wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. already <laughs> very <laughs> obvious. Could I, just as Trolleth, just to myself, make a little, I don't know what kind of check you want me to do, just to notice the goings on between them? Oh, yeah, yeah, give me a wisdom check, see if you see if you notice anything. Background or now? Yeah, if there's, if there's a background uh, that works. I think former public defense, actually, actually, mother of many might actually be the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a background? Yeah, that is, that is one of my <laughs> Nice. Mother that's of my many. new indie band. Uh, I rolled a yeah seventeen. I rolled seventeen. Um, can Torbrennan, Can you roll me a charisma on a post charisma check to see if you can yes. be subtle enough to beat a seventeen? Don't think I've got a background that's appropriate here, but just do a. Is it modifier and level? Yes. And background because I added background. I don't think I need to with a twenty-five. Ooh. <laughs> I know Smooth nothing. As... That's without a background. <laughs> Smooth as Nutella. <laughs> everything yeah. is everything is fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Tor Brennan. Lovely to have you as always. All right. Um, shall we follow uh, Tor Brennan and Richtuk to um, wherever they uh, wherever they go off to? Just just into sort of into the next room or the kitchen, wherever the drinks are. Just. Making noises with bottles <laughs> for probably longer than is necessary. Yep. If yeah. we just keep going for a little bit, they'll stop listening. Mum loses interest uh, quickly. <laughs> there are too many other people to listen to, you know what I mean? Um, she's a big family. Lot, lot on her plate most of the time, I imagine. And now Zongroff's here. That'll take her away completely, immediately. Yeah, she does tend to focus pretty hard on, on the captain. I know. I don't. I don't get it, honestly. I, I, uh, I can't see why she can't just be happy. You know, um, Zongruff does great work. She, she defeated the Undying King. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing. What, what else? What else does a person have to do? I don't know. Uh, Mum is tough. Um, is, is it really all to do with, you know, I want more. Grandchildren. I think There's a lot of grandchildren in there. I think Zahn reminds her of her mother. Ah. Um, you know, Nana was a PI. Um, 
you know, when she was younger. I didn't know that. Yeah, when she was younger. Uh, the positive maternal relationship has skipped a generation. Um, I think mom feels she has to... She has to raise her kids, uh, you know, in a way that, that makes them... Uh, that makes them just as impressive. I don't want to pass judgment. I just... It's probably a, a better way to do it. But Trust me. I uh, I agree with you. But I, I... And I try to... I try to draw her fire away as much as I can. But... She... Uh, she seems to have an infinite capacity for targeting everyone. Um, doesn't matter what you do. Um, look, I'm... Um Sorry about the. Ah, uh, yeah. Hey, look, I get it. Duty calls, right? I mean, I've got my gear in the other room in case I'm called away. Um, it's fine. Trust it's me. It's the job. Yeah, it's right? the job. It's the job. Like I, I. It's a busy city. And this is the. It's the well, and it's the busiest time of the year. For, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Know, Hospitalizations are up. People yeah. getting hurt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's you know. I, we shouldn't even even have come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably would have been, probably would have been, 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 been best. Mm. Um, you look uh, good. You look nice. Thank you. Looking good. Uh, it's, uh, so do you. It's uh, good to see you out of the uh, the uniform. Oh yeah. Not, I mean, you know. Yes. Uh, I wore something that uh, it would that I would uh, be less comfortable getting blood on. You know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. Yes, I can't remember the last time I did that. That's okay. Look, I mean, if you're going to be busy all evening, then we can always go for a drink another time. We could do, like, uh, yes. Um, well, hopefully this is nothing and we can wrap it up quickly and, you know, enjoy the rest of that'd the be, night. That'd be nice. Uh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Hey, look, don't, I, I don't want to, you know, it, I get it. Work, calls, um, you know, you got to, you got to pick up the speaking stone. Well, yeah, exactly. And we, I, I mean, you know, Tongroff and I haven't really, we've barely seen each other since everything that happened. Yeah, and she, she and I haven't, uh, um, uh, haven't been uh, chatting regularly either. Well, I, I imagine that's half the course. For, that is fairly uh, part of the course. Most of, yeah. most of the captain's close friends. Yeah. Um, this promotion has, has only exacerbated that. She's doing good work, though. Oh, you know, of course. Uh, I deeply respect what she does. What, if you don't mind my asking, um, everything got a little tense when uh, Croslin was mentioned. Not a name of Grashek that I've heard. Cousin. Right. Do you mind... My asking? It's honestly fine if you'd rather not, but you just <sighs> seem pretty upset, and I just wanted yeah. to check you were okay. They're a uh, dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I think Torbrennan just stands there blankly waiting for that to make sense. <laughs> like, it, one of those things where his expression just freezes and doesn't change. Look, um, they are, uh, Tusk dentistry, you know, for orcs. You know, I found that kind of cosmetic dentistry is very f much more focused on 
profit. Right. And, uh, you know, I just... I I don't think that uh, medicine should be used that way. No, sure, right. The kind of elective cosmetic yeah. side of things. Look, I don't... Um, I don't make it my business to have any animosity for for anyone, really. Uh, well, but we can't can't all be born as beautiful as you, Terbrennan. <laughs> come on, it's more than that, though. It's uh, this took time. You understand, sort of gesturing at his facial hair and. <laughs> no, hey, you look good every day. Come on, how many invites did you get to this? Um, there were four mm-hmm. with the first posting. Uh, I'd say six more in the week after that, and then there were two more this morning. Um, so, enough. I- enough. Yeah. If you need any backup, medical-wise, I-, I have my, uh, I got my breastplate in the other room, I got my shield. If you, if, if this is gonna be something that requires armor, I'd rather be helping you than and be here. Oh, yes. Um, I worked out the speed dial and I pull my, like, ridiculously sized speaking stone out. I don't know. Like, maybe sort of inscribe a very quick sort of symbol on it. Uh, and it immediately calls Rick's hook. Yeah, no, I, 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 I got that. Um, you know, I can't imagine not having a stone. Um, but I guess out in the out in the country, right? It'll need for them. and very Not it, that common. Um, but hey, um, look... Half the reason I was I was looking forward to this thing was because, uh, uh, you know, I invited you. Um, so if you're going to be, if you need something, I'll be there. Thank you. Um, how long has it been? Uh, since we left the room? Yeah. God, uh, three, four minutes. All right, we should... Shall we? I'll yeah. We better head I'll back. I'll grab in. the bottles and glasses and, and as you try and open the door, it's it's locked. Ha! Clink. Well, the, the the door to the the kitchen. Yeah, the door to the kitchen. You you can't get out. I didn't even it's... know we had that door had a lock on it. <laughs> Does the door have a lock on it? No, it doesn't have a lock. There's no keyhole. It just just isn't moving. Um. Uh, Rick Tug. Yeah. Rattling the door handle. <laughs> we'll give it a shove. I give it the hardest shove I can right. without making without making a strength check because <laughs> because I will just I will destroy this door cool. but it is not my first it's not my yeah. go to yeah, if he's gonna make a strength check Rick Tuck's gonna add his strength to that to to that, uh, that, that and look that's just not gonna go well yeah. for that yeah. door okay yeah. these are some very dense boys yes. <laughs> hefty lads the densest. Yeah. Uh, all right. Give me a dexterity check then to see if you can kind of hold your strength back enough. <laughs> <laughs> Contain my strength. There we go. Uh, it's a little cocked, but it's cocked in favor of the ten, which would make that a fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. I think. I think that is enough. I think perhaps there's a bit of a scuff and a few like splinters uh, come off the side of the door as you as you shove it, but lar- largely it is still intact, and you manage to get out of the kitchen. Mum, I like living in the Ivy Lane. But- oh, God! I'm sorry. Are you destroying the house now? Did somebody put something against the door? It was jammed. No, of course no one put anything against the door. It's a door, buddy. What? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it was jammed. It's not got a lock on it. You're not put locks on the internal doors, right? Why would I put a lock on my kitchen door? 
I don't know. Why would you put what? a lock on the in, on the inside of your kitchen door? It was, okay, it was okay, a, the door sticking to it. And um, yes, I'm sorry. Fine. Any damages, of course, I will um, pay for. Uh, apologies. No, don't pay for it. It's not your fault. The door jammed. It's, it's nobody's fault. It's fine. Everything's. You could have knocked. We could have knocked uh, on the kitchen door. Yes, and said I, we're stuck. Hey, did, you, did you guys get the drinks? Yes, drinks for everybody. <laughs> drinks? Yes, yeah, of course. Where yeah, are the yeah, drinks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I'll start handing out drinks. Oh, God. All I was saying, Zongroff, is that the, the rates are so much affordable in the Sunset Lanes. And you'd be so much closer to the grandchildren. Yeah, but I'm close to work where I am. Well, you're not that far. You'd only have to walk for another hour. Zongraf, can you please make me a dexterity saving throw? Okay, that's 19 then. 19. Ooh. As you're being handed a glass by Riktuk, you feel a weird kind of pull on it, like someone you can't see is trying to grab it out of your hand, but you manage to hold on without breaking it. It's a very weird sensation. Does the liquid go everywhere? Yeah, I think there is a splash. Um, like it, about half of your drink goes on the floor. Careful, Zondra. Uh, no, uh, oh, no, sorry. no, that's my fault. Uh, you want me to get you another glass? You're getting real shovey today, Riptic. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I was, uh, I was braced to push on the door. I, I, you know, I'm jumpy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'll sorry. Pour you, I'll pour you. Some is this about uh, Croslin? Is it? Is, is that what this is? No, it's fine. Just stop. Okay. Stop talking about crossland. Like, maybe- I'm sorry, but if your brother wants to cause a scene, I'm not going to allow no, it to escalate. Mom? Mm-hmm. Guys, can somebody help me stop the nibblings running into the I wine? I will do that. I will do that. <laughs> oh. Mom, I'm going to pour on some more wine. Thank you, Rick Took. Why does this flow so easily out of me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Because you're a bitch. Ascending to your final form. Christ alive. (laughs) Sephiroth like. You should have been playing (laughs) Tarzan. You learn things about yourself when you play. Oh my god. Playing games. And uh, Hantak, could you please make me a perception check as you go off to handle the nibblings? Mm That would be an 11. You see something out of the corner of your eye that you'd think wouldn't normally be there, but you kind of, you think, oh, I must have seen, been seeing things, um, must have been mistaken. And you just, you keep going to um, to uh, distract the nibblings from running into the, the table with all the wine. And okay, my, my distraction technique is basically to pick up as many of them as possible in one go and just Next. move them. <laughs> Yes, just move yeah. them to yeah. somewhere Five else. Five in each arm. Like, yeah. like, like a gigantic, like a big yes. fishing boat like, to just stick your arms out and run at them. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Grauschak uh, grandchildren are liquid. <laughs> well, I, I like to imagine they're like a Newtonian fluid. Like they're, they're, they're only liquid when they're like settled and they flow. Once you grab a bunch of them, they become solid yeah. in your arms. <laughs> um. Yeah, Hantak, could you make me a strength check? And I'm going to say um, half of the strength check is the number of nibblings you managed to pick up in one go. Okay, okay. Excellent. Fifteen. Fifteen. So you managed to pick up seven in one go. A good, a good portion of them. <laughs> enough to enough to scare the remaining ones into compliance. <laughs> Maybe less scare them, but like more 
attract them to go with me because it's like, oh, something else is happening over here now because Antak has just swept <laughs> several of us away. Yeah, distraction is the key with <laughs> small children. And what is, what's Songroff doing at this point? Uh, I mean, if Hentak's dealing with the grandkids and Richard's getting more, I will kneel down to try and clean up the wine. Like, I assume it's just chaos. Like, just everything is just noise and chaos yeah, in this. Absolutely. So. It is It is very hard to get a moment to think in this racket. I think I'll grab you, like, a cloth from the from the kitchen and yeah. hand, it, hand it down to you. I'll, I'll help clean up as well. It's, I got this moment. No, no, I can help. I'm sorry. I know I can be a bit prickly around this time of year, and I am sorry. I, no, thank you, thank you. Um, I think I stand up and kind of try and take in all of all of the things around me. Hey, did, did Nana make it this year? Your grandmother's not feeling particularly well today. Oh. Uh, is, she, is she okay? I believe she is fine. Yeah, they haven't talked in like a bit. Oh, you didn't, you haven't called your mom? For your information, Rick took. I have spoken with your grandmother today, in fact. Wow. And she elected not to come. First time in a while. Yes. Not to be a bad guest, um, but we are sadly here on business, uh, and perhaps the captain and I can uh, get to the bottom of this little arson issue and then actually come back and, and, and you know settle in and, and enjoy all of your company for this, uh, this Lithuan evening. And I'll sort of do a very small, like, head gesture to Zongroff if yeah. like, we need to go get this done. I, I look at Torren with the kind of, the understanding of, yes, let us make an escape. Yeah, uh, we're just gonna go and do some investigating. Well, That's yes. what we do. I think you can see that at the mention of her mother, uh, Trollith is, is uh, looking a bit, cross and not up to giving you guff. Right. Um, cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> just gonna head to- Okay, come on, Torrenin. And I just, like, dash, dash out. Um, can you please make a perception check for me, both Zongroff and Torrenin, as you're, um, making a dash for it? Uh, I have the feat that allows me to roll with advantage to perceive anything with my senses. Yeah, absolutely. Can I add my guard background to it, please? Yeah, you can. Cool. Uh, 26. Whoa. I rolled a three. <laughs> for a total of eight. Uh, back at it. <laughs> Incredible. Um, Torren and Blythely trumps up the stairs. I think I've t- just taken a look over my shoulder uh, and trying to throw like a we will be right back kind of look at uh, Rick Yeah, fair play. Rick will just nod, yeah. As you're going up the stairs, there's a small patch of wallpaper that is um, peeling away from the wall and Zongroff you notice that and uh, you kind of take a peek um, to see what the damage is and underneath the wallpaper there is a very small written message in red and it says it was your fault okay we need to get Hentak to give the grandchildren a talk because my mum is going to be furious (laughs) what what's what's happening what have you found Uh, I think someone's Writing on the walls, look at this. And I think on the twenty-six perception, it may take you it may take you a few minutes and but on a second glance, that is that is blood. That is for sure blood. Right. Um not to sound alarmist to Redden, but um mm. I mean it does look like blood. Also, and I mean this with the greatest greatest respect. 
I don't think any of the young ones have handwriting that nice. I mean, you would be surprised at the courses that they make the kids... No, I, you're right. Um, right, that's... Uh... No, no, you're no, you're right. You're right. Talented young ones, all of them. You're right. Sorry. Was, uh... Just just glance down the stairs to this, like, moving wave of children that just keeps going, <laughs> running back Rolling and over furniture yeah. that is then destroyed yeah. in their wake. Yeah. yeah. But then reassemble <laughs> by like, the next yeah. wave. Yeah, yeah. Campaign yeah. one gave you tidal wave of blood. Uh, the Christmas special gives you tidal wave of children. <laughs> I like to think that we've sort of moved on to playing a game where I like, bowl them down the hallway one at a time, and then they come like running back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Right. Okay. Well, um, that's weird, right? I mean, yes. Um. Oh, hang on. Oh God, I haven't used this in ages. I go through every pocket, pulling out every pen, cap, every bit of lint, every receipt and all that. The monocle. You don't, you don't keep it like round your neck or something. I mean, the single most useful item you, I'm sorry, I've, <clears throat> I've, I've, uh, 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 that's not my place. Apologies, Captain. <laughs> Look, some, I've had a lot of paperwork. It, you know, if you turn up and you're all... Sit there in your armor with your magic stuff, all raring to go, and then, and you got just papers to fill in. It's. But what if some of the paper was magic? Yeah, maybe some of the paper is magic. <laughs> I just take out the mon. So my magnifying glass, which um, I mean, I'm gonna say a thing, and then Zach or Maddie can veto this. I think Zongroff has tried to turn it into a monocle since the end of season, so I can just stick it on. Um, no fight from me. Hell, yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. I take out the lens and put it around my head and look at this bit of wall. All right. Um, yeah, give me give me a, another perception check with advantage. It's a natural 20. Oh, Liz. Oh, oh, how tasty. does that feel? Uh, <laughs> Tell me your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> As you look at this message... This a strange kind of viscous fluid seems to be dripping from it. That is not blood. Oh, is kind of a pale, sickly green. Oh, gross! When you don't look through the magnifying glass, it looks uh, it disappears. It is clearly something huh. magical or supernatural in nature. I think with a natural twenty, you kind of you're putting the pieces together of like the door closing and the it's kind of invisible hand grabbing your drink and the writing on the wall. You're like, this is some kind of ghost stuff. I think I kind of stand up, compose myself for a moment, turn to Tor Brennan. The thing about Tor Brennan is he's, you know, he's been a guardsman now. He's calmed down a little bit, I dare say, since the first season. And, you know, maybe he's a bit more sensible. And I just turn to him knowing that the old Tor Brennan immediately would jump to ghosts <laughs> and just go, Tor Brennan, I think you know what this is. Somebody wrote in blood on a wall. No, Tor Brennan, it's... You're the one with the monocle, Captain, you tell me. It's, 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 it's I mean, it's magic. It's, there's weird writing appearing, the door gets stuck. Something hits my hand, something... You know. I'm not putting this together. Uh, I'm. Do there was a, st a sticky door. It was odd, but doors stick. Holy shit. And then some wine got dropped. P 
people drop wine. That's a thing that happens. I mean, this is definitely weird and, and, and needs looking into. I'm not, but I'm I'm not. It's it's monstrous. I see you over there. I see you over there, and I want to join you, but I can't. There's something in the way. There's something in the way. Bring me, bring me over the chasm, Captain. Uh, uh, I think Zograf just like got so excited for a minute because she thought it would make him so happy, and this is just like the reject. Ghosts. For the second time this evening, Torbrennan's expression freezes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, one, one more time. The magnifying glass. There's something. It's magic, but it's like it's like a weird. It's gross and oozy, and I, I think it's ghosts. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is. Oh my god! This is my house. Oh god! My mom's gonna be furious. <laughs> mm. And I think it's at this point that suddenly every single door in the whole place slams shut. And I think that is where we're going to leave this episode. Yes, thank you so much for listening to our first episode in this little mini-series, uh, A Lithuan Carol. And thank you to our wonderful players for joining me. And I shall go to each of you in turn and I will ask, where can people find you? Uh, starting with Rachel. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at smithy underscore smith or on Instagram at smithy smithism. Uh, I mostly tweet random nonsense and... Uh, post pictures of my cat so it's a good time come come find me there <laughs> fantastic and james uh hi yeah you can find me uh at barbarossa phone on twitter but you probably shouldn't what you should follow us on is uh you should you should listen to the other realms of peril and glory shows you know the, there's a we've got a lot to offer on the feed and if there's any you haven't checked out yet Give him a shot. All right. And Zach. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ZachFG. That's Z-A-C-K-F-G. Uh, and listen to The Orphans. Great show that James and I make. Pip is in it. Uh, and it's a good time. It's science fiction. You'll enjoy it. Awesome. And Pip. Yes. Hello. Uh, open up any unmarked Christmas gift and I will burst out of the box regardless <laughs> of the size and I don't know, like try and eat your Christmas tree or something. Um, hello. Uh, uh, yes, I can actually now be found at Pip underscore Gladwin <gasps> on Twitter. It's a Lithuan miracle. Uh, yeah, so I can be followed there. I don't know why you'd encourage people to follow you, but there you go. Creepy. Um, <laughs> and Liz, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on social media at Liz X Campbell. That's Liz, the letter X Campbell. Uh, and, uh, you know, in the first season of Ale, but if you haven't heard that, why are you listening to this? So, yeah. That's very fair. Uh, you can support uh, Realms of Peril and Glory on Patreon at patreon.com slash tragic. And you can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at RealmsPod. And click the link in the description for uh, RPG merch. So, yes, thank you. And we will see you in the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Ooh, it's a spooky Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.